Hello, you're listening to Track by Track, the Trash Music Podcast, with me, Dan Bull, editor of Trash, which you can find at movetotrash.co.uk, and me, Will Warren, music enthusiast and contributor to Trash. And it's another special edition of Track by Track this week, which we know you all love. And we are, apologies if we sound a little bit uh, rough around the edges. And you don't actually sound quite as bad as you look either. I know, I feel, uh, I just can't get this mud off. Was it muddy this year? Uh, It was, uh, it was a mixed bag of weather. (laughs) So we are here for this special edition to talk about Glastonbury 2019. Of which we are both huge, huge fans of Glastonbury, aren't we? Uh, we used to go separately, and now we love to have a meet-up there, don't we? Yes, and we were closer than ever this year. Yes. Uh, top and entailing. Not that close. No. no there's Nothing going on. No. Uh, so, full disclosure, we are recording this before we went to Glastonbury, um, but we hopefully will have recorded some... Uh, some wonderful content at Glastonbury, which we're going to go and throw over to shortly. There'll certainly be content, won't there? There'll definitely be content, and it'll definitely be interesting. And if you've been listening to the previous 40-odd episodes, you'll kind of know what we love. Um, And there are thousands of acts and performances going on at Glastonbury. Um, And obviously we wanted to highlight some of the stuff that's relevant to our interests and I hopefully if you're listening to this as well your interests yeah so we'll be going to see Stormzy and The Cure and am I on the right track uh, yes <laughs> via Bananarama and Kylie probably again haven't actually been yet so I don't know what's happened well so many <laughs> track by trackable artists are at me this year so yes Bananarama Kylie Friendly Fires, who who we talked about recently. Killers. Killers, who Club. we've done. Two Dark Cinema Club, who we've done recently as well. Hot Chip, who we haven't yet talked about in detail, but we will do. It's going to come, isn't it? Yeah, and some absolute classics, like Naina Cherry. Yeah. Some bang-up-to-date new talent, like Billie Eilish. Eilish, which I love that bad guy song, it's brilliant. I'm, I don't know much about Billie yet, mm. but after this festival, and so now... You might, you might have heard more. I have and I'm a big fan now. So the way it's going to go is uh, we're going to throw over and cut cut to our Glastonbury uh, footage recordings uh, in a second and we're going to talk about um, which will hopefully capture a feel of the festival uh, and also be a nice lead into some music from some of our standout performances. So uh, yeah, without further ado. To say anything more No, been... not the end. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, over to you, Dan and Will. At Glastonbury. And thank you very much for that. So yes, thanks guys. Uh, so Dan, we're here. We're here, we're at Worthy Farm in Pilton. And it is a scorcher. It's absolutely stunning weather. Um, I think with Glastonbury you get one of the two extremes, you get the real wet, boggy, clay, relentless rain, or you get... Um, a heat wave, and that's what we've got this year. And actually, I think I prefer this one. No, no getting stuck in any mud anywhere. Uh, we, uh, we've been here for a couple of days now. Well, speak for myself, you got here on Thursday. Uh, the princess you are. Uh, fashionably late, as we were talking about previously. Well, looking at this Glastonbury outfit, I'm not sure fashionably would be the right term. Is, uh, that, a, is that a unitard? 
Uh, it is, and it's really starting to chafe in this heat. Uh, Dan, how, what has been your highlight so far? Well, I think so, yeah, as we've... As we've We're only getting about. started at the moment. Of course we are, yeah. So I got here on Wednesday. So Wednesday I really love as a day to just kind of really get to know, familiarise yourself with the festival site. You've got the healing fields, the green fields, the park. Places that, when there are loads of bands on, you might not necessarily go to those places. Um, so, yeah, we, we just wandered around. And every time I've come to a festival, this is... Oh, festival. Glastonbury. Um, it's a different group. So there's a new person this year, so we want to really get them familiar with, with the site. And isn't it good fun and exciting showing somebody new who's never been oh, before God, yeah. what it's like? Because I think... Uh, I was talking to someone earlier and they were like oh my god it's so much bigger than I thought it was going to be yeah it definitely it really is and if you've been to a festival before I mean it sounds so cringe this, but it doesn't really compare to a festival the, the, the vast scale of it is so huge um, so yeah, we saw the fireworks on Wednesday and then last night the highlight for me was Guilty Pleasures at Williams Green which is a fantastic little tent there's all sorts of treats in there uh, what was your highlight from yesterday, though? Well, I should say at this point, it's Friday morning at this point, uh, and we're looking back on what was Wednesday and Thursday for Dan, but just yesterday for me. My highlight yesterday, we actually caught a uh, secret surprise set by Pale Waves at yes, Williams Green. I've heard about that. Which was brilliant. So much fun. amazing these secret sets nobody knows but yeah everybody seems to know what's going to yes. happen there are a couple lined up for the next couple of days particularly on the park there are two gaps in the schedule there rumors are right there's going to be foals and vampire weekend foals will be good foals will be fantastic vampire weekend are already playing so it's a bit of a strange one but who knows who well knows? the pale waves uh, business last night actually really helped me out of a tight spot because they didn't actually clash with another act I wanted to see. And we have got some clashes coming up, haven't we, over the next couple of days? And um, we'll talk more about uh, Sunday's business as we want to get to it, but there's an awful lot going on on Sunday that we want to see. And there's actually two friends of the podcast playing on Sunday at the same time, so we're going to have to... It's a bit of a safest choice, really, for us, isn't it? Um, so, well, Ellis Bexter. Sadly not. She's not uh, here. She's not here this year, although I have seen her previously. Well, have you? I don't think I have. I've seen her at Bristol, though. Uh, but it's certainly, I think, the good weather really makes a difference. It really is. It's scorching, but as long as you stay hydrated. Are you creamed up? I'm, I'm, I'm lathered all over. Actually, you're more, you're practically, uh, you're, uh, you're creamy as uh, a vanilla fudge sundae. Uh, and of course, you haven't, haven't had too much to drink yet. Oh, no. Well, I'm not a big drinker, actually, so I'm just going to be having the odd uh, scrumpy cider just to, just to be <laughs> So what are, you look, what are you looking forward to today? So today, as you said, it's Friday. We've got a whole day at the Pyramid, which very rarely happens for me, but we've got... Um, coming up today, we've got Bjorn again, Lauren Hill, Cheryl Crow, um, Bastille, who should be on our long list, I think. I have to say, a few of the people that we know that are here have gotten Cheryl Crow and Cheryl Cole confused. Yeah, and I wonder if that happens 
with fans at the stage. Uh, we've also got coming up later on uh, Two Door Cinema Club later as well. And Aurora. Yes, uh, we're going to be going our separate ways for that. Which is always a shame. I must ask Dan actually, because obviously there's a lot of people here. What are the big fashion trends so far this year that you've seen? I'm seeing a lot of tails. A lot of tails. I saw a fox's tail just now. Yeah. Dungarees. Dung I've got my dungarees on now. I'm, I'm dressed as Donna from Mamma Mia. Meryl Streep. Yes. Lovely. Um, what else is there really? uh, lots of um, coordinated uh, outfits. You know, the shirt and the shorts are the same. Lots of flesh on display, actually. Well, sorry about that, but I just couldn't... It was too hot to put anything on these things. <laughs> Top or bottom. And good, for you, and, and, good for, you, and good for you for going for it, actually, as well. Uh, well, should we get stuck into the day? Let's enjoy our Friday, and let's hand over to Dan and Will, actually, who are here on Saturday And they're in the near future. So... Over to you guys. And actually, question for you both. How are you feeling this morning? Well, how are we feeling this morning? Oh, I feel fine this morning. Oh, I feel dreadful. You were out very late last night. I was up to the early hours. I was at the Stone Circle watching the sunrise. Um, I'm not in my best, well. You sound, you're feeling a little hoarse. Uh, I feel a very little, a Shetland pony, if you will. <laughs> uh, now, Dan, how hot is it today? Oh my God. It's absolutely scorching. I don't mind telling you that I woke up with puddles of sweat all around me this morning. Oh, disgusting. Well, uh, you're quite right there. It's, I, I think the thing with Glastonbury is two extremes. It's either wet and windy and you need your, your, your thermals or it's scorching and you need your, your vest and your fighter fiction. And as little as possible. You've, and you've certainly done that today, I could say. Well... I think anything goes here, so a man in a gold sparkly thong, that's okay. I thought you were saving that for Sunday. Well, I was going to, but I did feel that I might outdress Kylie, so <laughs> wouldn't want anything to come between us. So, thoughts on yesterday. Uh, what a day we had yesterday. What an amazing day of music. I mean, we were practically in the pyramid for most of the day, weren't we? Oh, which is very unusual, actually, because there's so much more going on, but I think uh, Bastille... What thoughts of Bastille? Bastille were fantastic. Um, oh, I'm going to retract that statement, actually. Bastille were good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. So I like them. I like of the night. I like what's the one? If you close your eyes. Oh. Um... Oh. <laughs> you may enjoy well for the listeners. Shout out if you know the answer. Uh, anyway, that was good. Uh, some of the new stuff. Joy was good. They got Louis Capaldi out on stage, which was a, a real treat. Um, but. For me, they did that thing that some people do where they bring their arena show to the pyramid. For me, it doesn't always work. Sometimes I think you need to just strip it back to basics of the pyramid. And, uh, and I'll tell you who did that really well yesterday. Bjorn again. 
<laughs> no, we did enjoy it. They, they opened basically the whole festival yesterday. I mean, how is an hour's worth of Aberhead not a good thing? Really? Like, everyone was loving it. And it was that first moment when you thought... And it was a massive crowd, because I remember I thought the last time they opened the pyramid was 10 years ago. That was my first ever Glastonbury. And I remember, I think it was... Uh, it was... Um, drizzling, if you will. Um, well, there weren't many people there. And... Yesterday it was packed out, wasn't it? Like the Black Hole of Calcutta. Uh, I'll tell you another group that were um, packing out the other stage yesterday. I'm sorry to bang on about them because I know we've been talking about them recently. Two Door Cinema Club were excellent and were brilliant. And I'm not, it's not just hyperbole. That was really good. Well, you were there for the whole thing, weren't you? I turned up half an hour late as usual. Yeah, and they opened with a song I was hoping they were going to close with, which was Talk, mm. uh, which was brilliant. And they kept, if you're enjoying the whole campaign and the styling and the art direction, uh, the performance certainly kept it going. And they did what I would say a lot of acts do here is the classic festival set of the real big hits uh, with some new songs as well. Did I uh, was feeling a little bit uh, weary, so I went and slept uh, amongst some hay somewhere. <laughs> um, and in between all of that, as was the quality of acts on yesterday, there's so much more. So I stayed around for sort of Shell Crow on the pyramid. Um, of course, those fantastic hits like did she It Makes You Happy. Did she sing the Danny Minogue cover? Uh, I think I'm referring to all I want to do. Yeah. Which actually was an Amy Studs cover. <laughs> also, Lauren Hill was fantastic. A record-breaking 13 minutes late, which yeah, is the shortest uh, delay yet. And I heard uh, on the festival grapevine that she uh, had some sound problems as well. So she was often looking sort of at the sound guy. She was pointing to her in-ear monitors. Um, but it didn't, didn't have an effect for me. I was stood very central in the pyramid stage crowd, about halfway back. It didn't have an effect on the sound. It sounded fantastic. And, of course, it's always fantastic when they play the massive hits. So do what that thing. And she closed with a cover of uh, well, the Fuji is killing me softly. That sounded amazing. And what did you eat yesterday? Because the food, if you've, never, if you've never been here before... The food selection is is brilliant as well. I mean, I've heard a few people refer to this as a food festival with some music tricked in for good measure. Yesterday, what did I eat? I had some raclette. Um, that was my highlight of the day, food-wise. With new potatoes, uh, cornicons and melted cheese. Cornicons? Uh, is that how you say it? Cornichons? Is it cornichons? Uh, either or. Potato, potato. Uh, uh, I had some Thai meatballs yesterday, which are mouth-wateringly delicious. Lovely. And coming up today, we've got um, Janet Jackson's coming up today. Yes, Janet Jackson, her 
her first like performance. Um, she's up against some uh, fierce competition, but I think it feels like it's probably the only time we're going to get to see Janet Jackson at Glastonbury. It's got and a bit, that, bit of Janet Keen. Uh, the Killers headline. The Killers, a bit of Hot Chip as well. Yeah, oh, it's either or, isn't it? So I think we're going to be going our separate ways later. Spoiler so. alert, as much as I love Hot Chip and they, li- they genuinely are one of my favourite bands in the world, I will be seeing The Killers. Uh, so we'll sh- be sure to update that to you. Uh, well, we will say tomorrow, but it will just be literally be in the next, in the next, in the next bit. <laughs> Have you got a question for our future selves tomorrow morning? Yes, I would absolutely love to know. Um, the weather is supposed to be very, very warm tomorrow. How are people coping with the heat? Yes, it's going to be cooler tomorrow. Much cooler tomorrow. <laughs> I think you're mistaken. <laughs> it's almost like you feel like you're already mid-Saturday. <laughs> Well, we'll be sure to tell you what the heat was like uh, for the rest of today or tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> it's very confusing. Uh, we honestly are definitely here and it's definitely Saturday morning. I don't think uh, Joe Wiley and Edith Bowman need to worry about their jobs right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's it for the, this is it for today. Over to you and Dan and please... Well, I am Dan. <laughs> Over to you and Will. Please let us know how are people coping with that blistering heat. And they might have also remembered tomorrow morning what the name of that Bastille song is. Oh, I hope so. Well, thank you very much there to Will and Dan, or Dan and Will. I, I was very confused yesterday. That, that heat really hit me. Uh, it really hit you, didn't it? And yeah. Was that why you were collapsed, In staring a- into the sky? Foaming at the mouth. Um, I do get sunstroke quite badly, sadly. Uh, and in answer to the question we asked yesterday, uh, because we, for some reason, couldn't think of it at the time, it was Pompeii. That Bastille song there. Their most famous song, would you say? Yeah, that we just couldn't remember the name of. No, sadly not. Uh, but we, we're obviously not researching in advance here. This is all, uh, it might surprise you to learn, this is all completely off the cuff. Very ad hoc, <laughs> yeah. if you will. So it's Sunday morning. Uh, and we're here to talk. Is it Sunday morning? It is Sunday, it's morning. Sunday morning. Very much so. Um, and let's have a chat about yesterday. How were people keeping cool yesterday, though? Well, I mean, yeah, let's not beat about the bush. It was very, very warm. In fact, a lot of my party didn't even leave the tent until uh, the afternoon. They couldn't cope with the heat, and that's fine. That's, that's, that's how they deal with it. I think on site, it got up to 32 degrees yesterday, um, and it certainly felt like it. There's, well, there's that funny thing, isn't there, where you on certain weather apps it says... It is 32 degrees, but it feels like 40 or whatever, and I think it did feel hotter than it was, to be honest. Uh, and then in the evening, the temperature literally dropped 10, 15 degrees, and I was actually really cold. Yeah, chilli bonbons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but people, people, I saw some people in, in their swimming cozies, I saw uh, shirts draped over heads. Uh, there was a lovely water sprinkler set up in the park. We both dipped our head in that, didn't we? Oh, it was absolute bliss. And I think people are just wearing very little. Yeah, and that's fine. I've seen so many, I've seen more chiselled chests uh, than a trip to Ikea. <laughs> so, let's talk about the music yesterday. We, I think partly because of the heat and partly just because of um, the lineup, we didn't see as many things, but what was your highlight, Will? Uh, Hot Chip last night on the park stage were fantastic. Their set was storming amazing laser light show as well uh they did some of my favorites so flutes which you love as oh, well one of my favorite complete top, definitely top three hot chip songs 
that was amazing. Uh, a couple of new songs. Uh, it was amazing to see how well received the new tracks were as well. And let's just come to some name checks on those new tracks that we love. So, Hungry Child was the first single. Yes. Um, Melody of Love. Melody of Love. Um, I have to say, although they didn't play it last night, just a top tip to listen to. Uh, listen to this track. Positive on the new album is really resonates with me. It's absolutely wonderful. Shed a tear, I think, the first time we heard that, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it's just, a, I would say, and I'm not drunk at the moment, not yet, uh, it's a bit of a masterpiece, actually. Uh, what about you? Well, it's a, it's a bit of a touchy subject, isn't it? What I got into yes, last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, friends of the podcast, uh, our, our loyal listeners will know that we're both huge, huge, huge fans of the Pet Shop Boys. They are the the band that make our bond, and they turned up. First of all, let's, it was during the Killer set, which was incredible, a phenomenal, rip roaring set through there five studio albums which I did catch the first 40 minutes of he before did, yes. I went off to see Hot Chip and it was great wasn't it yeah energy it sounded fantastic but then during the encore after Jimmy Carr had randomly swept the stage for them uh, they brought on Pet Shop Boys for Always On My Mind uh, and then Human which was just unbelievable for me after this is my 10th year since I've been at Glastonbury it's one of the all time highlights goosebumps everywhere despite the heat um, it was a real moment. Maybe I didn't hold you all those lonely, lonely times. And I guess I never told you I'm so happy that you're mine. If I made you feel second best, I'm so sorry I was Sounds like it was wonderful. And then, if that wasn't enough, out pops Johnny Marr for a cover of This Charming Man. Um, my only criticism would be, and it's not a criticism at all, but how lovely would it have been to have Johnny Marr and Neil Tennant there if Brandon Flowers could have taken the role of uh, Bernard Sumner for a lovely cover of Electronics, getting away with it. Ah, oh, that would have been great. Or not so great if I wasn't there for it. Well, you would have literally have packed up and gone home, I think, wouldn't you? We did both see Keen. Yeah, keen before that, very enjoyable. Um, sadly, they overran, didn't they? Because Marty Pello was late on stage. Honestly, such um, a diva. I think there was uh, such a number of the Wet Naked Brigade in there. The Wet Wet, wet Naked Brigade, I should say. Um, we had to uh, sort out the, the surface before yeah. he came. It was, it was damp underfoot in that tent. Uh, and what is, on, uh, on the whole, quite a dry site. Yes. <laughs> It was a big comeback gig for them. All the family were there. Yes, uh, the, the nice, the real uh, heartwarming moment actually of Keen set was when 
Tom Chaplin pointed out they'd been around the site all day with his daughter and she was actually, he pointed out, she was stood at the back watching, which was lovely. Uh, she'd probably been in bed by then, but... Uh... Well, it, that was a little late, actually. Probably quite right there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a great set. Obviously, they've just got back together. There's a new album coming out, but it's all about the hits. I had to leave... Well, we both left early because of the killers and the overlap, but this is the last time. Nothing in my way. Uh, bed-shaped. Lots of big hits. I think, I think they are on our long list, aren't they? Certainly spiraling. Some the, spiraling. Or was it you call it? Uh, Stormling. <laughs> a little bit confused. Sorry about the mic check in the background there, everyone. But we're at Glastonbury, so what can you do? It's live. Uh, it's, we're actually here. In the moment. We are here. Uh, we saw oh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. What, what were your thoughts on Janet Jackson? Uh, it was great to see her live, uh, but she did deliver what was a stage show uh, at a festival. How do you feel about that, Dan? So, it was a great show, and it would have looked fantastic at the O2 Arena, for example. But what we have to remember is that we're at Glastonbury, somewhere that's where you know rock and roll um, has was almost born in the UK, I suppose. And it doesn't have to still be rock and roll, but it has to have that kind of um, it has to feel real. And that mm. didn't feel like a real performance. It felt like it didn't feel like she knew where she was. It didn't feel I think like she make a human connection. Well, I think yeah, absolutely. If she was being scored out of five on that. Uh, by the crowd, I think it would have been quite a low number. Detractor. Sadly, yeah. yes. Uh, and the worst part of that, I have to say, she oh, yes. didn't play together again. And she did do a lot of her hits, so Rhythm Nation was there, All For You was there, but some of the tracks, she rattled through them, about a minute and a half of each one, uh, so she got through a lot of music. It was basically a non-stop medley, wasn't it? And uh, that's not what you want. But a great energy, good to see her. name check a few other acts that we didn't catch today but some of our some of the people that we've been associating with while we've been here did catch um lizzo uh, yes. was apparently incredible on the west holt stage yeah, had uh, nana cherry again uh, made a storming comeback what was, what was her big hit uh, buffalo buffalo stance i i wonder if she bought her daughter is a huge name now isn't she so uh, mabel i wonder if she bought her out for a number maybe she uh Maybe she did call her up. Was that one of her songs? Don't call me up. Oh, suddenly. Oh, went over me. your head. Very far. <laughs> so, coming up today, very exciting today. Uh, what a way for the, uh, the last day to play out. It's basically Pride of the Pyramid today, isn't it? Uh, it's track by track at Glastonbury today because we've got Years and Years. Followed by the legendary Kylie Minogue. Uh, who I'm really excited about seeing. It's going to be incredible. Rumours are rife that... Not that she's drinking custard again, but that it's going to be as busy, if not busier, than Dolly Parton, which was, of course, a packed out. Uh, and Danny Minogue, she did tweet this morning uh, some good luck words. Oh. Which, so she's definitely aware, is she going to be here? Is she going to pop up? To sing 100 Degrees with well, the sun, which would be like very it. appropriate for the weekend definitely. if they did do that. Uh, I don't know. We'll let you know. Um, there's, there's sure to be some special guests. I feel like, as with Killers last night, they played... You know, there's been lots of festivals this year, lots of gigs. It's always amazing, but when it comes to Glastonbury, people like to bring out something special. And, and I, if Kylie doesn't, it's going to be fantastic. But if she does, it's going to be 
Wow, 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 you could say. Uh, and Bananarama uh, over at Avalon, which I'm really excited about. Real friends of the podcast. That's going to be who ever would have thought that we'd get to see Bananarama at our favourite place on earth. Uh, and we only saw them a couple of weeks ago um, at the Mighty Hoopla in London, and so much so we could have gone to see, or we could go and see at the same time, uh, some other friends of the podcast, Friendly Fires. But we both decided, without any coercing, that we mm. really wanted to see Bananarama, particularly if they do a very similar set again. That set list was fantastic because it, it, it was the bulk of it was the '80s hits. Of course, it was Venus and Cruel Summer, but there's a lot of the material from the last decade in there which you and I obviously love and even right bang up to now I mean Radio 2 have A-listed on their playlist um, Looking for Someone which is their latest single um, so I'd be oh, I'd be uh, very surprised if they don't do that so uh, we'll see what uh, today has to bring and we'll come back to you so yeah, we'll, we'll be speaking tomorrow who's that in the background <laughs> there's that stops over there <laughs> so we'll be back with you from tomorrow, Monday morning. Uh, and I suppose, Dan and Will, how are you feeling after that five-day, four or five-day bender? Quite. Well, we'll leave it at that then. So, Dan, how are you feeling this morning? Good morning. Oh, absolutely fine. As fresh as a daisy. How oh, about you? A bit weary. You look absolutely terrible. I'm sure you won't mind me saying that. Uh, I think I would a bit. Um, you look like you've just had... Five days of non-stop drinking and dancing. Um, and everything else. And everything that comes in between. Uh, what a five days it's been, though. It's been fantastic, hasn't it? We've had the fallow year. It always feels a little bit more special when you come back to Glastonbury after a year off. Um, and, we've, and the weather. The weather's been... Oh, you couldn't have hoped for better weather. If anything, at times too hot, dare I say it. Not that we'd like to complain following the, uh, the strategy year of... 2017? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am actually, to be fair, absolutely shattered. Uh, I can't wait to get home. So it's Monday morning now, we're packed up, the cars are packed and we're just about to go our separate ways uh, to uh, the two different offices of Trap by Trap Towers. So we had a great Sunday though, didn't we? It was absolutely fantastic. I'm going to dive straight in and say Kylie's legend slot was, we'll go down in, in legend. Well, it was absolutely legendary. set the bar very high I think the legend slot has always been well not always been actually it's, it's a fairly recent thing where it's become so renowned when you've had people like Dolly and ELO and Lionel Richie but I think Kylie doing it that was that was a real special moment uh, the feeling in the pyramid arena uh, everyone was dancing everybody was loving it and it was packed out wasn't it it was, uh, and I don't know how many people were there, 100,000 people easily, at least. I think, yeah, it certainly felt like one of those where the, the vast majority of the people here, and there are, as we mentioned earlier, 200 and something thousand people here. Uh, it seemed like the vast majority of them were there. And it also very touching. It's a, a very emotional moment. Kylie herself got really emotional. I also remember how taken aback she was by the vastness when she came out to stage, first of all, as well. Yeah. 
and then she quickly switched to professionalism because she's, she's, she's such a pro. She's a very polished performer, and it was just hit after hit. I was quite surprised actually. I don't know about you. I was quite surprised by how much there was a focus on the '80s material. Well, it's a it's a very mixed crowd, isn't it? The Legend Stock, both in terms of who's in, in the field and who's watching and listening at home as well. I think she got the balance just right. Good. Uh, a particular highlight from the set? Uh, I loved. She did this medley of a kind of wedding reception theme. Uh, some real classics. Uh, I think my highlight was not that you asked, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Well, thank you very much. Um, it was quite early on, but On A Night Like This is one of my favourite songs of hers ever, so it's great to hear that. She's got so many songs to choose from. Um, I was very pleased to hear that one live. And News and News did well? Fantastic. Again, quite emotional in parts. Ollie uh, used his uh, uh, platform uh, with great effect to call out it's the LGBTQ plus community. And not just that, about I think a bigger thing about the uh, as citizens of the world, how we look after and support each other, which was very well received. Absolutely. I think the, the general message was that if we are all kinder to each other, then that is the way to battle homophobia, racism, even things like climate change. If we're all just kind of a bit kinder thinking about in a more positive light, that's how we're going to do it. And that's probably the mantra of Track by Track, really. Yeah, so Dan, think on. Well, I'm um, not sure that's the response I was looking for. Their, their set was great as well, um, just as uh, highlights from the first two albums. Yeah, and a, a real nice touch that they very kindly listened to our episode of Track by Track on Communion and played my further listening choice, which was... Meteorite. Meteorite from Bridget Jones Baby. Which was featured in a scene which was supposed to be set at Glastonbury, so it's all coming full circle. Yeah. Yeah, what did you think to Miley? I wasn't a huge fan. I thought she uh, had a filthy mouth on her. Potty mouth? Yes, absolutely. She was effing this and effing that. Uh, Effing and jeffing. Yes. I did actually enjoy her. I thought it was very mixed. Parts were very rocky and raucous. Parts were very um, poppy when she was doing the sort of part in the USA and we can't stop. Um, And she bought that lovely young rapper out whose name has just escaped me. Uh, and her dad for a song. Uh, we did mention the Kylie get special guests, so obviously Chris Martin and Nick Cave joined yeah. her, which was really good. Uh, and we were f- we were speculating about who was going to join her. Sadly, it wasn't her sister. Or Robbie. Or Robbie. Um, but it's part of the fun on the pyramid, isn't it, that you get some collabs? Yeah, because Kylie only recently played, a couple of days ago, played Rock Verkter in Belgium, and, and a, a, a very similar set list, but I very much doubt they got the... Um, guests that we got. What's the name of the festival? Uh, Rock Verkter. <laughs> and that's with a W. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit? <laughs> um, uh, I loved, uh, I did like a couple of 
things in my youth. First of all, Wrecking Ball, just everyone went wild for that. Yeah. But also, because uh, I'd recently watched that Netflix um, Black Mirror that she was in, she did the song that the character she played in the episode she was in, uh, the pop star that was featured in that as well, which is a nice touch. So it was very interesting to hear that from you afterwards, because I haven't caught up with Black Mirror yet, so I wasn't aware of that song or she was sort of dressed up a bit like the character, wasn't she? Um, but I loved how she started with Nothing Breaks Like a Heart with a special guest Mark Ronson on guitar and then merged it into Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, which of course he produced as well. Um, and then there's a couple of other covers as well, including Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Not, not normally a cup of tea, but I think a very nice ballad. Um, yeah, it's very... And her, mo- and her auntie's... Um uh, Godmother, actually. Sorry Godmother, to, sorry, sorry to sorry, yes. there. Uh, Dolly's Jolene. And she said she always looks to her for inspiration and if whatever she's done, she's obviously done things right. So I think she was almost going for a breast augmentation next. Well, it's, it's like the lady said herself, uh, if you want to put up with the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Yes, quite. Uh, which brings us nicely on to Bananarama, which is a strange choice for us to be talking about in a class to read, but they performed a stunning set. In Avalon? In Avalon. Uh, which was uh, very similar to the one we saw at Mighty Hoopla, which is what we were kind of hoping for. Yes, absolutely. Avalon's a, quite an interesting field, isn't it? Because you've had, in the past there, uh, you've seen Bruce Forsyth. Lulu. Lulu. Uh, Busted have played there. So it's very uh, it's very much a mixed bag. They've had things like James Morrison this weekend, Katie Tunstall. Actually, Katie Tunstall wasn't there, actually. But it's very much a mixed bag. And quite a middle-of-the-road sort of um, curated tent, I think. But Banana Rama, so much fun. Uh, and they had a few sound problems, but they took it all in their classic good spirits, tongue-in-cheek. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, and their set list was very much uh, kind of 60-40 in favour of the classics. Just that's the beauty of Glastonbury. You never know who you're going to see here. If When Rama were in their heyday back in the 80s, they probably thought we've not got a cat in hell's chance of playing Glastonbury. And it's taken them 30 years and they've played it. And they were genuinely over the moon to see how many people had turned out to see them because the tent was packed and overflowing onto the green outside. And they can be very nonchalant in their attitudes mm. to the crowd. They can be very sassy and sarky and, and that's what that's we love about we love them. them. That's why yeah. we love them. But they did seem quite humbled by it all. Um, and just uh, those are the main things we saw today. But I know Janelle Monet was very well received. She put on a brilliant show, The Cure as well, two solid hours of brilliance as well. Which is very short for them, normally they go on for days. <laughs> um, and you've also got Rex Orange County, close the park stage, and Christine and the Queens, or Chris. And what did you spot out and about this year around the, around the site that we, you were really taken with? Oh, that's a big question. I think, I'm, my first thought when you said that was clothes, and the matching uh, shorts and shirts combination was oh, very on. overdone this year. I thought I saw it every which way I looked. Um, really <laughs> felt a bit... Mm, it was milked a bit. Uh, and whilst we're on the subject, bandanas as well. I think, um, yeah, nobody's, nobody's in the desert. Nobody's, uh, nobody's doing any manual labour. Do so he lets ease off them a bit from now on. Do you want me to pop that one off your head now? Or? <laughs> Uh, I loved, uh, on a serious note, I loved the Glastonbury on Sea Pier. That's, yeah, so brand new attraction. This year, yeah. Slightly late opening, it felt. Uh, but some great, I had some great fun on some pinball machines on there earlier today. The pinball yesterday. machines, dodgems, um, lots of fun. 
very fun place. I have to be honest, I think, as anyone who's been to Glasgow will tell you, there's so much to do here. I still feel like we've come to the end of the weekend and there are still things I didn't see. I could do this amount of time we've just done three times more and still not do everything I want to do. It's so vast. But hopefully we'll be back next year. So what are your predictions? Or who would you like to see next year? Uh, it's the 50th year, isn't it? So some big names. Yes. I'd love to see Elton John here. Um, sure, maybe for a legend slot. Uh, obviously the Pet Shop Boys are still raw uh, about Saturday night. Not that I like to talk about it. It is all I've heard all day. Um, what about you? I would be remiss of me to not wish for Duran Duran to be here next year in some capacity. <laughs> I'd um, be remiss of you to get through an episode without mentioning <laughs> Duran Duran in some capacity. <laughs> uh, Fleetwood Mac would be amazing and heavily rumoured as well. Um, Paul McCartney. Um, lots. And I'm sure we're going to get lots of surprises next year as well for the Big uh, Five. Uh, on that note, uh, we need to get on the road. Yes. Back to London. The M something beckons. The M5 and the M4 beckon. I think I'm going to stop at Gordano Services for a steak bake. That's your tradition, isn't it? Yes. So I will hand back now to Dan and Will, who are in the. Are they in the future or the past? I don't know. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> You've taken a, a lot of uh, hallucinogenic. Hallucinogenics? <laughs> I've taken that many, I can't even say that word. Draw a veil over that. Quite quickly. Um, so back over to them now to wrap things up. We've had a wonderful weekend, so thank you guys. Thank you. What a What a giggle we've had in Glastonbury <laughs> this year. <laughs> 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 oh, listeners, well, we certainly had a giggle at Glastonbury. What fun. Really, what fun. really good time. Uh, I just oh, haven't yet recovered from that thing that happened. Oh, yeah, and... The highlight of it all for me was well, we've we've talked about that yeah, already. Yeah, to, yeah, we've we've done it to death. But uh, Dan, you had a lot of trouble getting your words out. Sadly, I think uh, something was popped in one of my ciders uh, that I wasn't aware of. So uh, I think I was spiked. Um, I think I did it as well. Uh, so that brings us to the end of our uh, highlights from Glastonbury 2019. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about some of the other Glastonbury artists uh, through usual weekly episodes. Uh, we've already mentioned Hot Chip is still to, uh, still to come. Uh, and I'm sure one day we may even get to Janet Jackson. Yeah, why Why the hell not? If we did indeed reference her in what we recorded at Glastonbury. <laughs> Who knows? Well, you know, listeners, because you just listened to it. Um, so, Dan, the next episode proper is coming up. It's coming up very soon. Next Tuesday, see you. I'll see you there. Um, and it's an act who sadly weren't there this year, unless they played a secret set that we referenced in the prior material. But they are an Australian duo, and they did play there back in 2010, and I was there for that performance. To say anything more... Would be to give it away. So until next Tuesday, I've been Michael Evis. And I've been Emily Evis. Ah, father and daughter. Oh dear. Dream team. Daddy. And thank you both. Because I'm sure you'll be there. Oh, them, the actual ones, not. Well, and thank you to us at the festival. I thought you were referring to me as two people. I thought I did go have a lot of anime mac and cheese, but that's just being rude. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.